0: Hey, 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 all right, all right, I'm in there, it's a little hot, let me back up the game, well, is it the game, yeah, let me back up the game and start sending out some invites for today's show, Um, it's going to be an interesting show today, I'm not going to talk about it just yet i'm just gonna start sending out these invites getting some people on the line so we can talk today oh, oh. i'm gonna like, oh, spend all my mo but, um yeah so I think I did find out something interesting today. When I was trying to put out and edit uh, the interview that I did with the Mushroom Goddess, apparently you can't edit live shows. What you got is what you got, and that's pretty much all it can be. Okay, let's go to WhatsApp. Don't don't don't. You know, there's a little pressure now. Now that I'm not just playing around And um, It's a little, a little intimidating just, just a little bit intimidating But Let's put on a little bit of music Some good old Actually I've been listening to that Donda album By Kanye West and i have mixed feelings about it um the very f- the very first part i mean the very first song on the album where he's just repeating his mom's name over and over and over that actually really touched me and it kind of kind of hurt because like let me put this on just hearing that hello hello just hearing that is um, I think I like actually hearing my voice just hearing that is like a direct cry for pain um, that somebody's expressing that's kind of like it's hard to explain it's really hard to explain unless you've lost a loved one to really just be like screaming out for their name and wanting their presence you know somebody that's always been there to not be it's a really difficult thing you know I'll say this one little thing and then I'll you know I'll get to the I'll get to what we're talking about today one of the hardest things about being a parent I was in the garage with my daughter and she fell and I picked her up and I was like oh you know don't cry baby daddy will always be there and that's one of the most difficult things about being a parent is you know that that's a lie to a degree that you're going to leave one day well before they do and you want to protect them at all costs for you know whatever happens but you know you're not always going to be able to and that's a very hard pill to swallow So you have to prepare them the best you can for your eventual absence. And that will lead us into today's topic. Today's topic is the true love paradox. That's an interesting thing, right? So what's the true love paradox? Well, was a paradox Um, yeah my brain's giving a fog right now but basically why is it that the more you chase something the farther and farther away it gets away from you like me for example man I used to chase money money and love right and for some reason I couldn't seem to get either they both would elude me get away from me love I found a little bit earlier money I'm just now starting to get I mean this stuff's kind of it's really weird it's kind of just falling from the sky now right and it never was like that before I used to have to scrunch struggle and really fight to get any kind of money like um before I started working where I work now I'm not going to say because like I said before this stuff I was only $13.65 an hour working at a law firm with a good friend of mine and man it kind of sucked uh, hmm, I don't see you on there hold on down Where are you man Dan tried to get in but it won't let him in for some reason Don't see you try Hmm sometimes it does this to where Sometimes it does this where, okay, Tia send me, he's in there. Um, so what I'm talking about, and I'll, I'll bring it back, because now we got somebody new in here. supposed me talking to myself, is is the true love paradox, right? The more you chase things, the more they seem to elude you, right? The further and further away those things get just like when you're dealing with um, if you're afraid of something right, what do you do you have to go towards it you have to actually face that thing and I'm noticing now more and more that things don't work the way that I initially thought they did I'll give you an example right besides being afraid of something having to go towards it there's a there's a lot of other paradoxes in life like my my wife just had a birthday now my birthday was the week prior hers is this week and for my birthday i just went out got my hair cut um went to the farmer's market came back home played with my daughter and that was it that was my whole birthday for her birthday I went out and I, um, I threw her a party. I didn't go. I stayed home with the baby at a place called Club Vino, which is owned by a good friend of mine. We used to work together at the same place where I made the um, thirteen dollars oh, and sixty-five cents. Oh, dang. I'm also trying to buy um, a camera. Um, I'm trying to buy a camera. Anyway, Clovino, she went out and she had a good time, and I learned for the first time that why it's better not to be selfish, right? Because. When you're selfish with something And you do something all for yourself And don't get it twisted There's nothing wrong with doing things for yourself But Oh okay I hear your voice very low Let me turn it up Can you hear me a little bit better Are you Sometimes it does that Orco. I I can't say your name They said my voice is coming in low Tell me if this is any better y'all Oh, it's peeking right there. Uh, It's Todd, but hey, hey guys, let me know how my, okay, my voice sounds fine. Okay, good, good, good. I have the Sure SM7B and so it takes the cloud lifter. Now, y'all don't want to hear any of that. Back to uh, paradoxes, like being selfish, when you're selfish, only one person is getting joy from that action. Whereas if you give, Two people are happy. And the more and more I look at things, I start to realize that everything works in this paradox. And I was out on my morning walk and I finally figured out something really interesting. How to find true love, right? And that's going to sound really corny. I know you guys are waiting for the buildup. But the only way to try to, the only way to find true love is to love yourself. Now, obviously, we all know that. We've heard it all a billion times. Let me turn this down. We've all heard it a billion times. But it's true. But it's true. Because think about it like this. Like attracts like. And if you don't love yourself, what kind of people do you expect to attract? Now, some people say users and that. No, you're going to give somebody, you're going to attract somebody that's a direct reflection of you, i.e., probably somebody that doesn't love you. And then it turns into this self fulfilling almost prophecy where you keep attracting more people. Harry, what's going on? You attract more and more people who are giving. Giving you what you're putting out. So, the only way to find true love is to begin to work on yourself. Can you see me? No, Dan, I can't, man. The only people that show up in my. Do you have. If you, the problem might be if you have headphones or not. Maybe that is the issue. So, the only people that are currently in the chat room are Tagba and Harry and Tristan um it might be the headphone issue that we talked about I'm not 100% sure um, but I cannot see you in the chat and it tells me everybody that comes on um but yeah true love if, if you don't love yourself and that was one of the biggest issues that I had I didn't love myself and I attracted the women to show it Do I need an account with Podbean? Maybe I don't think you should. Anybody in the chat? Did you have to create an account with Podbean before you were able to call in? Let me know. I didn't know if that was a thing or not. So you just did. Were you able to listen to me prior to that? Or did you have to? Okay, for calling in, I guess you do need a Podbean account. Good to know. Sorry, Dan. My bad. That's why you can hear me, but you can't call in. Um, but all these, all these life works in a complete paradox. For example, when we think about true freedom, right? When when we think about freedom, we think about what doing what we want, being you know wanton, crazy, run here, run over here, over there, right? Mm. True freedom comes from discipline. Somebody else joined with a bunch of symbols. True freedom comes from discipline. Think about it like this. If you want to get financially free, do you just go and spend money on whatever you want? Or do you create a budget and adhere to it? If you want to be free in the physical sense, do you just eat and drink whatever you want? Or do you follow a diet of exercising? You see what I'm saying? Everything that you want, you have to do the opposite of that thing for people who who um, maybe suffer from so poor self-esteem, um, don't know how to speak up for themselves. We, and, you know, present company included, I'm not a very assert. I'm not a very aggressive person, but I'm learning to be more assertive and being assertive and being aggressive are two different things. And it took me a long time to to understand that you can you can disagree with people without being upset. You can set boundaries without being angry. You get to choose that. It's kind of like what I talked about before with emotional Aikido. And this is the first time, I mean, that I've been really practicing this more and more. And I think it's from dealing, reading that book, The Four Agreements, and really tuning in and tapping in into my emotions. Right? So just because somebody gives you something doesn't mean that that's what you have to do with it. I'm kind of close now. Um, for example, if somebody gives you negative energy, you don't have to do negative things about you. you. You can do whatever you want with that emotion. It's purely contingent on you. People can yell at you, curse at you, spit at you, insert whatever. Nowhere does it say that, that you have to re- respond with negativity me for example my general response when I got negativity is I would internalize and then turn that in and do negative things to myself not like physically harming myself but in a way you could say that I guess if you really thought about it and got into the weeds of it if you wanted to and this is an interesting thought What's the difference between smoking cigarettes and suicide Um, or any self destructive act and act of suicide? Because if you think about it, what is suicide trying to kill yourself? I don't think anywhere in the definition of suicide is length or speed at which the death takes place. When we think of suicide, um, we think of, you know, the usual thing, somebody shooting themselves, cutting themselves, harming themselves, et cetera, et cetera. Well, isn't smoking and drinking to excess harming yourself? What's the, what's the difference? Um, and I engage in a lot of self-injurious acts due to low self-esteem. I mean, I've I really been in some really dark, dark places in my life. But the interesting thing was it was all all self-inflicted. It all started with the mind. I've been on, reading a ton of books through Audible. Um, Napoleon Hill, Outwitting the Devil, The Master Key, uh, Eat That Frog, The Good One for Procrastination. Uh, I've been reading Contagious. I've been reading The Way of the Superior Man. Um, the Almanac by Frank Neville. And they all say the every single freaking book I read says the exact same thing without fail. And the thing that these books say. Is that it's in the mind, you know what you want, you know what you want to do. Just do it. Just do it. It's not what we make it out to be. It's not harder than what we make it out to be. If there's a thing that you like to do, whether you're good at it or bad at it, if it makes money or not, just, just do it. I got a bunch of random thoughts and notes that I wrote down. And it seemed a lot deeper when I wrote it down than what it is right now. But whatever. So I was... Watching a YouTube video, and I want you guys to go look at it, um, whenever you have a chance. And it's called "How Falling Behind Can Get You Ahead," and it's about uh, a lot of different. Well, it's about specializations and late bloomers. And I can tell you, I'm a late, I'm the king of the late bloomers. Um, it says that the more elite people. Okay, let me bring it back. So we're all familiar with the um, however many hours is a 10,000 hours theory. And so we're all thinking that to be good at something, you have to pick it early, specialize in that thing, and then just stick with it for the rest of your life. And the only way that's the only way you're going to be good at it, right? That's not necessarily true. So in this study, in this TED Talks, they talk about how the greatest people have a sampling period before they pick a specialization where they try a bunch of different things and then they kind of, you know, find the thing they like. And that's when they pick their specialization. And it, it's found that the elite of the elites in almost every facet of life do this thing, sports, music, business, all of it. Uh, you have a smaller number of people who specialize early. So, they had a study in England about this, and this is what the conclusion was. People that specialize early in things, we'll say school or whatever, they jump out to a greater income start in the beginning, but they usually quit later in life because they find that that specialization they chose isn't really what they want. But for the group of people that specialize later They fit what they like to do better because they had a lot of time thinking of it and they close that income gap in six years. And from what I've just seen in my own personal life, I think there's a lot of truth to that. Excuse me. I think there's a lot of truth to that. And I think I don't know if I'm going to start keeping these two hours anymore. 45 minutes feels pretty good. So anyway. Anybody want to call in, you can call in. Say what you want to say about the true love paradox or paradoxes in general. You know, I'm here to chat. You know, I might start taking breaks if I can figure out how to press the music button. But anyway, anybody that wants to call in, definitely call in. I have special guest Dan Nzinga coming on a little bit later at 8 o'clock hour. And well, he's a, he's a, Really interesting guy. Me and him met through some motivational Facebook groups. And he is easily the happiest man I know. Every time I look at his Facebooks. He's incredibly excited. and always has a positive word. And I'll be honest with you. That's the kind of energy you need around you. You don't need no Debbie Downers around you because... Let me tell you something. If you're around negative people, no matter how much, no matter how high energy you are, they will suck the freaking life out of you. They really will. They really will. I mean, um, and I've just gotten to the point now where I've had to distance myself from so many people I've had to distance myself from so many people just because of that just negativity man I didn't realize what a powerful force negativity could be I'm sorry I'm distracted because I'm looking at this camera a power shot SX can I see you now? Let's see, Dan. Um what what is your username? But um Dang. Dang. I think I lost my train of thought. Yeah, I have no no uh no idea what I was uh gonna say. Nope, nope, nope. Completely lost my train of thought looking at this freaking camera. Man, I have realized that when I get like hooked on something or if I get locked in on something, I'm going to do it. Jesus, man. I thought for the longest time that it was um, an addictive personality. And it is to a degree. But I realize now, man, so, I realize now that I can use that same power for good. And once I, man, once I get on a tear and once I get into like, just, you know, focused in on something, there's literally nothing on the planet that can stop me or slow me down. I, and that still can be a good thing or a bad thing. Because, buddy, um, yeah, sometimes it's not the greatest thing. I'll be honest. Because if I'm, a, I'm, I'm you know, I'm distracted. It, somebody call in. Keep me company. Don't have me talking to myself for the last 30 minutes about nothing. Thank you. People. Thank you, my brother on it's it's difficult to ramble on for 24 minutes but it's really because i'm distracted trying to debate if i want to buy a camera i'm trying to research cameras now why can i not see you, my guest keeps trying to call in and i cannot see it it's really it's the weirdest thing
1: um i is he in the chat room
0: no, he's his his username is D A N G C and I don't see him.
1: Um cuz you're going to uh cuz cuz there's a way that you can invite somebody I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I Did see you try that?
0: Invite. Yeah, I tried to in invite. Um and nothing. This is already, uh, I'm wondering. Mm, I, don't I don't know. That's the thing like
1: I I, I don't I'm not really super familiar with the interface of this
0: it's, um, it's just specific weird.
1: program, so I wouldn't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's just really weird. But anyway, what do you think about some of the things that I was just talking about? Uh, true love, paradox, or paradoxes in general?
1: Um, par- you know Paradoxes exist for a reason. Um, you want
0: to turn down your TV just a little bit, man?
1: Um, I'm sorry.
0: No, it's no word. They,
1: they exist. They they're they're kind of um, in my from from you know I guess you know this is something that I believe um, they're kind of tools used for decision making.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you never you're not always going to get the right answer, but that's the thing. Um, sometimes getting the wrong answer assists you to uh, you know. It's, I guess it's once again essentially a tool for you to. And sometimes there's sometimes there's no such thing as a right answer you know what I mean um, but once again it assists you in becoming a bit, becoming a better decision maker or, or problem solver mm-hmm. um, me you know me being the engineer that I am and me being you know you, I believe that one, one part uh, one one um, per, one purpose of life because I don't like the idea that there is a purpose in life there are many purposes and sub purposes in a sense um, one of them being that um, life is an everlasting problem that needs to be solved you know what I mean mm-hmm. and uh, you know the you know the, the fact that we ask what what's life purpose is a problem in itself actually you know what I mean right. and hmm. um, once again you know I mean I pretty much you know, I pretty much in a sense created a problem in itself. And we, you know, we always, you know, the ever, the never, the, the never lasting problem is uh, what, you know, what's our purpose? Why are we here? What are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Um, and, you know, you know, that's one, that's one thing uh, that I've learned from Paradoxes in a sense that um, we're here to, you know, I mean, that's how we get better. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how we evolve ultimately. Um, you, you know, you have to. You, you, some, you, you have to. You know, you know, you have to slice and dice through some of these problems. Sometimes you have to move. Uh, sometimes you have to move the branches. Sometimes you have to take some of those branches and make fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh,
0: that's, you know, that's
1: That's ultimately. Mm-hmm.
0: No, you you're you're absolutely. Correct. I was watching a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Why, you Why did I not see them? I was watching this YouTube video and it was about a, a boy and a farmer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No matter what you've
1: done, I always thought there was a spark of decency in Newhart
2: Simpson,
1: but I was wrong. I never thought I'd say this to a child. But you are bad on the inside. <gasps> Hello, Uh, Donaldson. I think you got muted. Um, I don't know if you muted yourself or if. um, I mean, I don't know if you're trying to do something and you muted yourself, but at the uh, right now, you're muted. So, you know, going, I'm going to go ahead and you know talk a little bit while you, you know figure out what's going on.
0: Can you hear me now? There you are.
1: You're back. All right. I press yeah, the mute. I, I, I press okay. the mute button.
0: Um no. Okay. Yeah, so let me just get into it. So this boy stops asking the farmer questions. And the farmer's like, all right, man, you gotta beat it. And the kid's like, what? Oh, you know, I've been learning so much from me like no. You stop learning from me. You're not following. you know, you're just doing everything that I'm doing blindly. And so then the farmer pulls out a picture of the farm that they're at. And he asks the kid, what do you see? And the kid's like, I see a tree. I see a river. And he's like, no, you see an image of what those things are, but what they'll be in the future are completely different. Um, And that's what it's like when you follow some other man. When you're following another man, all you're doing is following the blueprint or the roads that this person's traveled and they might not be beneficial to you, because each of us are we are own individual people and have our own blueprint for life. What makes us happy? What makes us sad? And if you follow somebody else's plan, how are you gonna get your own, find your own bumps in the road? And I'm not telling the story the way that it's told, and I will definitely uh, post it on here. But it was really interesting, and it just the more and more. I, i think about it i just start to realize that you do have to lead your life the way that you want to live it that's really the only way to do things anything other than that will cause great dissatisfaction um in life it, it just really will because you you always got to realize that your life is the movie that you make in your head and so there's so many things that you can control And I was thinking about this, um, you know, you ever notice that everything's different when the story is yours, right? You You never realize how far you've fallen or how far you've come when it's your story. Like when you see other people, it's very easy to see if they've fallen off, if they're ahead of the game, like it's very apparent on other people. But for some reason, we don't give ourselves props like that. Or we're not honest with ourselves when we start to really fall down the rabbit hole. You know, you, I, like I was telling you guys earlier about being in dark places, I've been pretty effed up. I mean, pretty, pretty out there, right? And uh, let me see if I can share this. Uh, no. Pretty pretty out there. Really having a hard time with life. Oh, here we go. I do see. Hold on. Dan, I just sent you something. All right. Just sent. I sent Dan an invite because now I was able to see him. All my people listening. Why it didn't say you. I long you in. Don't know. But Give it a try man. Let me know if you can hear something. Because I know. From what I've seen anyway. That you've got some fire. Fire viewpoints. And I love. To hear them. I'm going to follow you back. One more time. Sending Dan an invite. Maybe this will keep me out from buying a freaking camera. Um, It have come through the app. Through the app. Man, this thing is really giving me a hard time today. It's an... Speaker. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. This is whack. I usually never have this much issues getting people on, but also I'm shooting from my iPad because my whack wiggity whack Mac MacBook is acting stupid. Um, I just got to fix and now I got to send it back.
1: So that that MacBook has been giving you a lot of hell, man. Is it it's the a, same a, one we're talking no,
0: about? It's a new yeah, it's an I got rid of it, got a new one. And this is brand I've only had this one for like two months. And it keeps making this weird whooshing noise. And then just Wow, that's off. weird. I'm like, Mac, Mac, you're falling off. Hmm. Now my iPad Pro. My iPad Pro is a beast. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually really good. Uh I really got into uh, photography more photography actually okay so this is the list of new things that i'm into right now photography mm-hmm. like legit photography with the camera even though my phone is pretty cool uh charcoal drawing right so i don't like graphite regular mm-hmm. pencils that you get from school i like big thick chunky charcoal and i even like getting loose powder charcoal and making images with my hands so that's the other thing and Boxing. So I've already been boxing for a while, but now I'm trying this new thing. It's called the High Guard. And so what I, if you guys ever get a chance to go look at an expert demonstration, an older version of the High Guard. I'm on my laptop. I don't see it. Uh, to look at an expert version of the High Guard. Try on your phone. Try on your phone you would have to go look at uh, Winky Wright, right? So the high guard, so you make a fist, boom, make a fist and you basically staple it almost to like right at your eyebrows or a little bit below, right there. And you keep it tucked in tight. And so really what you're supposed to do, because this is for people that are shitty at defense like myself, you keep it right there. And then if somebody tries to hit you in the body, you just lean to the side and it covers up your those sides. Uh, it covers up those sides, and since you're wearing gloves, because of where your hands are placed, it makes it difficult to slip through. A modern day example of it is uh, Canelo Alvarez. So there's different types of boxers, right? You got you got the, I mean, I'm sorry. Different types of defense. You got your Philly shell, which is popularized by Floyd Mayweather. You got your hands down kind of guys like your Roy Jones. You have uh, the high guard. You have a long guard, which I guess the best way, it's more of a movie type thing. Left hand, palms out, right? You put your palms out and just extend your right hand farther, left hand a little bit closer. And it's kind of like you're telling somebody that you're like pushing them away saying stop, right? And it's really, you use that right hand to smother the jab. And then you use the left hand to hit it. it it's, it's irritating. Because something I learned about boxing that I didn't know is that you can slap people's hands away and then hit them. I I don't know why I thought that was illegal for the longest time. I don't have a mic. Okay. Well, still, man, you can call in. You don't have no mic. If it'll let you. See if it'll let you do it from your phone or or if you have headphones. But, yeah, you can smother... And I don't, always that's crying. how I do it. Like I've been,
1: I've been speaking from, I've been speaking from a mic the whole, whole time. I mean, from my phone the whole time. And do you have headphones? headphone? Or headphones. I have headphones.
0: Okay, I think I'm starting to think yeah. that the headphones is the is the deal breaker. I think you have. Yeah, to have like I, I
1: couldn't, in. I couldn't call in. I couldn't call in without headphones.
0: Okay, then that's what it is. So everybody, you gotta, you gotta have headphones. I don't think there's any other way. To get around it it won't let you do anything without the headphones you only can listen Um. yeah so hop up in here but yeah man um, I was watching Glory Kickboxing this weekend they had a really good event uh, Badir, Badir he's like this older guy that's been around for a long time and then you have um, I can't remember all right, so you do need headphones. No worries, no worries. We can try again next week. All right, so Dan's not gonna be able to make it on this this evening, but it's cool. It's cool, you know. Um, you always have to be able to roll and adapt. Never get too worried. Never get too rigid because that's when you you do that. When you get all rigid and worried about everything that's going to occur, all it does is freak you out. You you know, I worked in the emergency room for quite some time and you, you learn to just adapt, just, just adapt. It ain't that big a deal. Nothing's going to happen to you. Like I don't even see things as a failure. This is good to know good information so I can let my uh, next guest know, Hey, You've got to have the headphones, um, but I'm still really eager to talk to Dan. But I did a I did an episode this Friday. Also, I did this one today. I think I'm out of juice. Unless you guys got something to say, anybody wants to call in, I think I've dropped what I got to drop. And oh wait, Dan, I can see. Why does it say you can you join now? Anyway. I think that's a good run. 45 minutes. If anybody has anything to say, you want to call in, let me know. Or I might just keep rambling. Now that I've covered the topic, Sam was cracking. Sam, you, you know what? I'm gonna keep talking. Sam, you always be calling in after I'm almost done and shit. So I'll keep going a little bit longer for you. Let's bring it on back to the love paradox, right? So. Hello. Hello, 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 Sam. It's all good. Hello, caller. Hmm. It almost let you through. Uh, it's all good. So the love paradox is. Hello. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. What's Dan? What's going on, baby? Hey, never give up. <laughs> never give up. Never give. Right when I was about to hang it up, put it, hang up the chips. You came through, big shot, by. That's right. All right. So what did you have to do to get it working?
2: I just went through my phone and then I just Mm -hmm. kept on pursuing. I don't have
0: headphones, so it works. Oh, wow. It works. All right. All right. So everybody, this is special guest Dan Nzinga. Is that correct? Dan Nzinga. Yes, sir. I actually had to look that up. Uh, I was on your YouTube page. uh, Yeah, your YouTube page, DreamWorks. And we've also been participating in a 21-day challenge. And I believe today is day five. I want to say that I'm really grateful that you uh, allowed me to, you know, jump in on that. At first, I was a little reluctant, you know, like most people with these challenges, because you think it's hokey, right? hmm But just like with, um, you know, I tell people, if you ever want to get therapy, There's only one thing that you need to bring to the table if you truly want to be successful with therapy, and that's just to have an open mind and try it. And I promise you, you'll get something from it. And I'm starting to see that with this 21-day challenge. I haven't started day five yet, but I'm getting a lot from it. But enough of my rambling. Dan, introduce yourself.
2: My name is Dan Nzinga. I am the founder and creator of DreamWork, um, which is a Coaching consultant, we help people um, achieve things that they want to achieve, what's important to them. Also, um, the owner of everything vacations, which is a vacation company I had created before COVID hit. It slowed down a little bit, which is great because that gave me time to focus on something else I love, which is coaching. Mm-hmm. And so I use the 21-day challenge models a lot um, because I think I I believe that setting up little steps every day. You'll get further than trying to do one big leap all at once.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You know, I've really been into, and I can't think of what book I was reading, into habit building, right? Mm -hmm. And it makes you realize that all habits, good or bad, literally whatever that thing is, is nothing but a habit. And if you made it, you can undo it and make a new one. Mm
1: -hmm. Literally
0: anything that you set your mind to, but continue
2: yeah oh yeah so that's pretty much the introduction um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know if you have a question or something but sure, that's- sure.
0: so yeah I have a couple of questions um, you seem really really motivated to help people and you're really you're really into motivational books and sayings and quotes were you always like that? did a parent introduce you to it? How did you start becoming this way?
2: So when I was younger, as a teenager, I started wanting to play basketball. I wanted to go to the NBA. And um, I started reading all the books about Jordan, um, Magic Johnson, Mm -hmm. uh, Larry Bird, and other stuff. And it was just you had to be positive because you really one out of a million, (laughs) more than one out of a million chance of making it. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's what probably started my positivity was and I remember the moment exactly. I was um, watching, like, it was like a yes, the highlights uh, on the news thing. And I saw guys, I thought it was really impossible to make the NBA because the guys are so good and so big. But then I was watching these uh, highlights, and the guy was like missing missing a jumper. Somebody else took a shot. I'm like, I could do that. I could mm-hmm. miss a jumper at the corner right there. <laughs> you know? And so I was like, I could do this. I'm like, I saw them. I'm like, I can be as good as them. I'm like, okay, I'm an eighth grade. If I work really hard, four years of high school plus four years of college, I got eight years to get as good as B.J. Armstrong. I'm like, (laughs) I I can make it. I'm like, I don't have to be the best player on it, but I can make it. Right. And so you have to have that optimism. Mm -hmm. And people think you're crazy. You're not going to make it. You just have to have this firm belief and positivity Mm because you don't have a chance without that.
0: Right. No, Yeah. did you make it?
2: Although I did not make the NBA, I did play professional overseas. Damn so I still damn. got to, to go further than most guys. And I played, you know, I got scholarships all through college. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and there were some guys, 6'8, 6'10, big guys that didn't make it as far because they didn't, they're like, I'm not going to make it to the NBA. Mm-hmm. I didn't make it, but I still got to play till I was, you know, 29 and live oh, in that's... Paris,
0: France that's and cool, travel. Yeah. No, that's, that's actually really cool. And if, if this is gonna this on so much, so much of a smaller scale than obviously going to the NBA. But I'm really big into fitness, right? And I was talking to my buddy of mine from the Man podcast. And it, it hit me for the very first time in life why you have to set your expectations higher than what you think they can actually be. Like for me, you know, you heard the popular myth of like, uh, not myth. The top, the popular fitness tip of walking ten thousand steps, right? And at first, that was my goal for the day. But then I said, you know what? Uh, I was rehabbing from a hip injury, so I couldn't run. There's not, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that I couldn't do. So then I set my goal to be twenty thousand steps a day. And at first, it seemed unachievable. And some days I make it, some days I don't. But the thing about it is, what I started to realize is that. If you set your expectations up really high, you'll put out forth that level of effort. And while you may not reach that goal, the effort that you exert and put out will be more than if you just tried watching walking 10,000 steps. If your goal is only to walk 10,000 steps, then that is the amount of effort you'll exert and you won't go any farther than that. But if your goal is to do something like 30,000 steps, you may not hit it every day, but you might get 20. You might get 25 and you'll start also building those positive habits. Like they say that it's easier to, um, like my my. Do you have a bad habit, Dan? Mine is sweets.
2: <laughs> Funny, I'm snacking on some sweets now.
0: Oh, so I, damn.
2: But, Although, but I, I don't know if it's I'm addicted because I can go weeks without it. But sometimes I get a sweet tooth, and I've had mm-hmm. to deal with it. But I'm actually right now in the Dominican Republic. I have oh, um, nice. I'm like yeah. right. Beach. So on the beach, there, there's these people who sell these uh, sweets that they make with this like making coconut and. Mm-hmm. I've been snacking on those, that I run out, and I'll go a couple of days without, and I go back and get some, yeah. you know, yeah. coconut sweets. But, but mm-hmm. to back up what you were saying about the goals, um, mm-hmm. is that one thing I've learned because helping people achieve their goals is that the goal doesn't you don't actually make it. You don't actually make it. The it makes you. So the goal that you have create makes you. Mm-hmm. It is that goal that I had of going to the NBA made me who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't make the goal, so that's why I totally agree. You got to set it high mm-hmm. because that's what's going to make you. You don't want to get to the finish line. You want to run through it yep. with force. Yep. So if you set it kind of too low, you know, you want to set it in a way where you you can you have to push harder to get to it.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, and it so. does so much when you do that. It changes your character. Mm-hmm. Well, like for me, I had decided that I wanted to get in my first boxing match. And I've talked about this a lot. Um, and I did it for the first time in February. I'll post my old picture up, but I was a typical gamer, drank a lot of beer. Uh, so I've smoked cigarettes uh, since the age of 18 to 30. So nothing would indicate. That that was possible, but I mean, I put everything into it. I mean, like waking up at three o'clock every morning to train to jump rope. I went to the gym every day, I got injured, and I still was able to push through that. but in doing that, I had some somewhat of a spiritual experience, right? Two things happened. One, I mean, I actually cried the night before the day before my fight, I cried. I broke down. And someone was asking me, why? Because, you know, for the first time in my life, I got to determine who I was. Um, No one else got... Because, you know, I I was hearing it the whole way. Like, oh, you're crazy. Why would you want to do that? But for the first time, what everybody else had to say didn't matter. It didn't matter who they thought I was to be. I got to determine who I was to be. Mm. And the second thing, in doing that training and being so diligent, I beat one of my biggest demons. And the two biggest demons that I've had that have kept me from success are procrastination and inability to complete tasks. You put mm-hmm. those two things together. You're not getting too far. <laughs> nope. So let yeah. me teach you this Dan for most new business owners that you work with. What, what is one of the biggest things that causes them to, to, to fail with their business?
2: You actually just said them: procrastination and inability <laughs> to finish tasks.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's one of the biggest things. Um, of course, added with self doubt and not really knowing the feeling, like okay, am I making the right choice? Second guessing mm-hmm. yourself mm-hmm. and afraid to make mistakes. I mean, that's mm-hmm. one people. I'm scared to make mistakes. I'm gonna wait till I have it figured out before I start. And I tell it, just start. You're gonna learn these Absolutely. things along the way because if it works for John down the road. It's not might not work for you. Everybody mm-hmm. really. That's why I don't like comparing people too much because everybody's in a different situation. You can't compare, mm-hmm. you know, one guy from the next because he had, he just had a different situation. I mean, if we look at, like, in sports, you know, is it really fair to compare Michael Jordan to Isaiah Thomas? Again, one was six six, the other guy was six one. Is it really fair? I mean, do they have the same advantage in life? Do they have the same qualities? Did they have the same skills? Like, you can't – it's just kind of unfair to compare – um, because we didn't have the same tool. We're not given the same things in life. And, the right. and, the same. and so everyone's on their own journey. And so just go. You might make your mistake. You need to make your first mistakes. Mm-hmm. And it won't work for you. So, And it might work. You might try something crazy. No one ever did, and it worked for, and for a while. And, and the second year doesn't work. And that's why you know one of the programs we do is like five years, the first five years of someone's business, we want to guide them. Because you're going to get breakdowns. You're going to have some bad days you know (laughs) that's just common if you don't have i always say if you don't have a shitty day every every five or six days then you're not doing enough you're not reaching Mm -hmm. high enough because if it's always good days it's too easy you gotta have you're gonna have some bad days and you can't have only bad days then then something's wrong Mm -hmm. but if you're on your right path every week there should be one day that's not as good as the others there should be one bad day because you're trying to do something new or something different mm-hmm. in other people.
0: You know, it's it's funny that you <laughs> that you say that. I agree one hundred percent with all your points. Have you ever read a book called The Almanac of Navel Rakant? I forget Ravcant, I can't ever say it.
2: Mm, that sounds
0: familiar. Right. Well, let me tell think. you something. Absolutely today, um, go download it, go read it. Um, anything that I would have to say, and I've I read a billion of these type of books, but anything that I have to say wouldn't be really doing the book justice. But it's about walking and walking on your own path and in your own way, and just striking out. Because he said something that has really inspired me and has really helped me push forward even harder with uh, doing everything that I'm doing and trying to become independent. He said that all you literally, literally, all you have to do is be you. Find something that you like to do, regardless if you're good at it now or not, regardless if you'll ever make, and just do that thing. Just do it. Because the thing about it is when it's something that you like doing, you're going to put in more man hours than somebody else trying to be you. Because like me, I like photography, I like art, I like doing this podcast. Generally, I will wake up and start. I mean, from 6.30, from the time, well, I wake up at 340 from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep. I work on this stuff all day and it doesn't even feel like work at all. And I've never had that. So check the book out, man. I think you will really, really, really enjoy it. And we can talk about it some more um, after you finish it up.
2: Yeah, I definitely, I'm a great supporter of that, that whole concept. Mm-hmm. I listened to Warren Buffett uh, speak one time and obviously everyone knows he's a big billionaire Mm -hmm. And one of the students asked him, you know, what they should do in life to be as successful as him or be successful. And he said, it's really not about what you do. He's like, find something you love, even if it doesn't make money. He said the only difference really, he said said being a billionaire is overrated. Mm -hmm. He He said the biggest advantage of being a billionaire is when I travel, I get to travel faster. But he said I drive on the same roads. I eat in the same restaurants. Mm-hmm. I, 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 there's no market that's like just for billionaires because they still have to do the same thing. He said the only difference that he flies on a private jet and maybe a few of his suits are a little bit more expensive. He said that does, that's that's not enough to spend your whole life doing something you don't love just to make money. right? You know, There's no advantage. So if you like teach in school and that's where you, you get your fulfillment, then do that one thing that you love because being a billionaire – is a little bit overrated from his perspective.
0: You know, I I would actually have to totally agree with him on that. I've, uh, over the last year, my salary has gone to an amount that I never imagined. And it's so funny that the more and more money the make, that I make, the less and less I care about it. Because what people don't think about when when you don't have money and you're sitting there... Striving and fighting to get it You have this misconceived notion That all your problems are going to be solved Once you get money Well I have bad news for everybody That once you hit that magic mark Everything's the same As the insecure person Or whatever issues that you had They're still there The only thing that's solved The only thing money fixes are your money issues um, Self growth And enjoying And look. You know, my, I went down to Florida and that's how I was able to read this whole book because I got stuck in traffic because of Ida. I was talking to my grandma. She just lost her sister. My grandma's 81 and she said something to me and it stuck. She's like, I'm going to start doing what I want now. I'm not going to wait any longer. The moment I got home, I drove 18. It was an 18-hour drive. I stayed up pretty much 24 hours through the whole drive. I came home and immediately got to work. I cleaned my whole house. I got my DBA for the business, my tax ID number, uh all kinds of stuff because what my grandma said sparked something inside me. What are y'all what are we waiting on what What are you waiting on to happen when it comes to your life and achieving those goals? because what I'm starting to see is two things, and Dan, you can probably support me on this. One it's not as difficult. The process is not as hard as we make it out to be. It's this big <laughs> boogeyman in our head. But once you break it down into bite-sized chunks, it's, it's doable. And two, our time on this planet is limited. You, you don't have a whole lot of it. So what are, you, what are we doing in the meantime? Like I'm choosing now to fill my life up with productive things, things that build and not take away. I'm not capping on anybody that watches TV. But if you're doing it all day, you just threw a whole day away that you could have improved on self. What do you think about that, Dan?
2: I absolutely 100% agree. And the way we measure success is like, oh, at the end. Mm-hmm. But if we measure success by being on the journey yes. or dance, it's like the goal of dancing is not to complete the dance. It's not mm-hmm. the fourth ending. It's to actually dance, which is a yes. process. It's not like we're not waiting for the last note of the song to be like, oh, okay, I made it. <laughs> you know, like we made it to the end and we, we, now we've successfully danced. Mm-hmm. The whole point is to actually be in the dance. So on the journey of like, entrepreneurship or whatever you're going, if you're on the road, you're successful and we measure you're doing it, you're actually doing mm-hmm. your thing like, that's it like I I'm here with other people with other coaches and stuff and it's like sometimes some of them might be you know worried about. Financials or stuff like that. It's like, and then they wake up. They're like, "I'm in paradise. I'm actually mm-hmm. living in a doctor I'm in the Dominican mm-hmm. Republic, living on the beach. I'm doing it. <laughs> you know, this exactly. is really, the dream. The dream isn't something down the road because once you get down the road, you're like, okay, I got to set some another goal. And I always say the mountaintop is when you like a climb a high mountain. This is the thinnest air up there. The, the, the air is thin. You're not supposed to be up there forever. Mm. Uh, you Can't breathe good so it's not first of all it's not for a lot of people you know a lot of people going to get all the way up there and when you get up there you're not supposed to live up there stay up there for a while enjoy the view Mm -hmm. Um, but even the breathing is harder to do up there so you want to come back down and and go for the next mountain so it's never you're never done Mm -hmm. so the journey is really the reward and i know it sounds kind of like oh that's a cool phrase no
0: no no you know you're absolutely you're so you're so right man because like Right now, I'm training for a boxing match that hasn't even come in my head. Hmm. because it keeps me motivated every single day to work out and practice technique. I'm dealing with a shoulder tear, and I might not actually get back in the ring, but it doesn't matter. I like the the journey like the, the journey. I just love it. like I, when I was in the hotel room coming back, I decided that I'm gonna start learning how to sing. I talked about this a few days ago. No, I don't know how to sing and I'm not going to do it on this podcast right now. But then something something hit me because the first thought that I thought was, oh, you can't sing. You're not any good at it. Don't do it. And then it hit me. I was like, well, wait a second. What does me being good at have to do with enjoying it? Mm. Nothing. You can yeah. do it, anything you want and because the, the, the American way of thinking is that either you have to be good at it or you have to make money off it then you can enjoy that thing no
2: you know that reminds me when i used to play ball overseas and we go to the gym you know to practice and there was this kid who would so overseas they have clubs so like the the team will have like like our team had like 12 different teams inside of it It starts from little kids because they don't have uh, sports in college or even in high school really it's clubs you sign up mm-hmm. for the club in the area and so and you move up the club yes as you grow into the area you move up but anyway there's this kid um who'd always come to the gym shooting around or i see him playing with other kids and this kid was terrible like mm-hmm. this kid like like for as many times as much as i saw him in the gym i thought he he had to be good and this kid was terrible His shot was terrible he played i'm like this guy's just terrible mm-hmm. and one day just frustrated watching him play i was like Yo, why are you playing? I was like, "Why do you play basketball?" He said, "Cause I like it." And I'm like, "Oh, he, <laughs> you didn't, he didn't care." He didn't care about what I had to say. He said, "Cause I like it," and he kept on shooting. He's like, "Cause I like it," and he kept on playing. <laughs> he was not phased by my little like, "Yo, you need to quit playing basketball," because obviously this is not for you. Right. He did not care about what I had to say, and he liked it. And it's funny because he ends up being a referee. So he still stayed found a way to stay wow. around. And he became he started referee, he became a referee and then he, that became his profession at the referee games. Um because he loved the game. But so he was always chuck shooting around and stuff like I'm like this guy is like go do something that's what I was thinking. Go right, do something right. but he, he that sentence I still always remember that. He's like I don't care what you have to say. Like he, he didn't say that but that's when he looked mm-hmm. at me I loved it. So (laughs) I'm going to stay around it. He didn't let me take away his dream. He didn't let me. He said, because I love it. And that's it. And that was was the end of the conversation. I had nothing else to say. (laughs) What else can you
0: say? You know, the hidden truth about it that I'm starting to figure out because, like, drawing and art is something I always love to do. But because I couldn't draw a straight line, I didn't try. Well, I've been experimenting with it for the last, since November. And surprisingly enough, I'm actually pretty good at it. Because the hidden truth of what they don't tell you is that if you if there's something that you like to do and you do it daily for 10 minutes here, 5 minutes there, hour, or however long you want to do it,
1: guess what? It. You're
0: eventually going to get good at it. Like, you will. Like, it. it will happen. Like, I don't think any of us besides that kid that you're talking about know somebody who just enjoyed something, a hobby, and just did it every single day repetitiously, you start to learn things. You start to pick up things that the average person doesn't know. And I can almost guarantee you this. If you keep doing your hobby, doing what you like to do, you're going to start acquiring knowledge. And At some point, people will pay you for that knowledge, but don't go into it for that. Just keep doing it because you like it because that's such an easy way to learn something. Because if you like it, it's not going to be a big deal.
2: It's so true what you're saying because... Mm -hmm. I started creating these 21 day challenge because someone invited me to one um, Deepak Chopra, mm-hmm. and it was a meditation 21 day challenge. And I was like, oh, I could use my content through this same kind of system is on WhatsApp, mm-hmm. which was like, okay, how's this going to work? So, I'm during the challenge, that you have to run your own group where they send you, a, he send you something to read, and then there's an audio to listen to, and it's something to write. Right. And so I, I just invited everybody, right? You know, and I had like 20 people doing the challenge. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I asked people how did it go, or how did you know? And some people say, "Oh, I listened to audio; it was great, but I didn't do all the writing part." Or the thing was too much text. So I just realized people weren't really doing it like they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. So when I created my own process of doing it, I lo- I just had so much fun doing it. I was like, "Okay, I could get this content, break it in." I just I thought it was just pretty simple, but apparently, I have a talent for that. Is I can literally get a book mm-hmm. and just break yeah. it into twenty one steps that people have mm-hmm. to do. Any book, practically, no especially how-to book. Yeah, I, especially a how-to book. or A, a lot of times these That's books don't even tell you at the end of the chapter what to do, and people just don't do it. So instead mm. of reading, people do the book right. in 20 okay. days, like read it. In some books, I've turned into two challenges, like part one and part right. two.
0: Do you mind telling me what, cha- what book this challenge is based on?
2: So I have a, a book, um, The 15 Involuble Laws of Growth by John C. Maxwell. And, and there's some challenges that I created based on my own content. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them, like Think and Grow Rich, is mm-hmm. also a book. You break it up into 21 uh, steps. Rich Dad, they, Poor Dad. Yeah, I haven't done that one um but there's just so many books where it comes from like okay i can see i can make this into it like i'll read i'll see a book and say this is a book that i got it from the library Mm -hmm. at work how to get thoughts out of your head which is almost like love and uh, self-expression we're going to get to that Mm -hmm. i'm like oh this is definitely a 21 day challenge this is like i can (laughs) totally you know and i have fun doing them that's the thing i I enjoy doing that i created so many i didn't have a community to run them through you know, I mean, that sounds that, that only like one person took and people haven't taken them yet. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm basically creating this thing for like a thousand people and I don't have a thousand people yet. But I always want to do more. Yes. And I'm so happy when I'm doing it. When I start doing my challenges, I'm happy and it's sounding good. I do the audio and I put the little music on it. And I'm like, oh, that sounds good. You know, it just you know makes yeah. You
0: know, what's funny. That would be miserable for me. because i don't have that type of patience and and it's funny like i don't have the patience to do that but i can photo edit all day i can draw all day i can research (laughs) just just even just like having this conversation how we're more alike than we're different but if if i tried to follow your blueprint or vice versa it just wouldn't work
2: it's funny because I, I, when you're good at something, you think it's like you're easy. Like that's why Michael Jordan can't coach good because he's always like, mm. do, "Do it," you know. Like Deion Sanders is like, "Guys, just run and catch the ball." Like <laughs> he's like, "How do you do it? Just run past the guy, and then catch the ball." Like <laughs> yeah. that's the whole thing. But um, yeah, so I was like saying, "Well, oh, you know what? Everyone's gonna do the same thing." And in front of mine like, no, everyone's not going to be able to do it, especially the way checking the homework. I'm like, that's pretty easy, to, simple to me. I love checking people's work. When they send in the work, I check it, I read it. I hate it. I, do that. I can do that any moment, like during the day. It's like a hobby for me. It's like a break from reality. And I'm I, glad I love you it. And then, and then other people like, nah, it takes a special person to be checking people's work and stuff like that. I'm like, what? That's super easy. That's the fun part of it. It's a hey, you didn't do the work and sending them back the stuff and like, Hey, I am gonna have to remove you from the group because you are not doing it. You know,
0: <laughs> and so yeah. Wait, so is that I, you know, how it first started? You have to go check other people's work. No, I when I did it. Oh no, I well, thought you were saying that people in the group had to check other people's work. I am no, like, oh, no, well, no, 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 drop no. out.
2: Everybody's sending work to me. I am the gotcha. only one who checks because it's that like confidential. Mm. Their homework. But I like doing that. But I thought that anybody in the group would be like, hey, I'm going to create my own challenge and just do it and run mm-hmm. it the same way. Mm-hmm. Come to find out. So one of our participants, she, my first challenge was a challenge called CORE, which is teaching communication, organization, responsibility, excellence, C-O-R-E. Mm-hmm. It's like a formula that I use to basically accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. You got to communicate it first. Mm-hmm. You gotta now communicate it to who? To the world to yourself. There's like five days just on communication. How you okay. communicate, how you there's a way to like re-establish integrity there's like six steps that I give out. Cause if you go out, if you've been, you know, a crackhead all your life and you try to make a bold declaration, it might not hit, like it mm-hmm. might not land as if somebody else will say. So who you are makes a difference in what you communicate. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a big point that some people don't realize that mm-hmm. your person, your being makes a difference when right. when they fought the american revolution they made a declaration first hey mm-hmm. okay, we are going to this is what this is what we are we're free we're independent they declare independence and then they go fight the war to, to back up what they're saying but the communication comes first mm-hmm. they didn't fight the war first so in life it's the same way when you have a goal you say okay i'll make a declaration in 21 days i'm gonna do this or in mm-hmm. this time, i'm gonna do this by five years, I'm going to do this. You make the declaration and you go fight like hell for mm. that declaration. But it comes first and who you communicate with matters too and how you communicate. So there's a whole formula. Uh, no, but I'm anyway, this one lady, she uh, is Canadian and she's like, man, I need to, I want to translate this into French. Can I translate into French for my people? Cause I got so much out of it. She's like, man, I got it. I quit my job. I got a new house, a new car, everything she got out of, that challenge of seeing how to get her stuff like I can basically create any goal and there's a formula mm-hmm. to go get that goal and she's like and it's, it works yeah so yeah. she was um she said I'm gonna translate put it into friends I was like yeah go ahead I gave her all the content the audio content everything it took her almost a year <laughs> to translate it to put it into... I was like man I thought it was gonna be like a piece of cake so it took her a long time and, and that's already having the content, just translating it, putting the music to it, mm-hmm. doing the audio, and then if you're going through all the For me, it takes me a month. You know, really but that's a month.
0: You, how many, but how I mean, how many hours a day would you work on it?
2: Uh, I can do two days and mm-hmm. one day. So I can do day one and two. and whatever. So really, I, I can do kind of... But to make it, to put the audio, everything. So I, I would say... Three and a half, four hours a day. Yeah, to to finish to complete it, and then yeah, to do that probably in twenty days, I could probably be like totally done. But I always go back and correct it, perfect it, mm-hmm. and so I like to say thirty days. But if I yeah, if I put a good three hours to four hours a day, I can I can complete it. Yeah. So
0: you want to hear something funny about that? And I and I talked about this with TV, right? Why is it when you have a bad habit that if you do it for three to four hours a day, that's okay. Like if you come home from work and watch TV for four hours, that's fine. Drink beer for four hours, that's fine. Play video games, that's fine. No one has anything to say. But if you're doing something positive like what you just talked about, that's overzealous. You know what I'm saying? If Ooh. you were to go to church for four hours a day, every day, if you were to hit the gym four hours every day, boxing for any yeah. anything positive that you can think of, you ever notice that that's frowned upon if you do it daily for a yeah. significant amount of time? It makes
2: people feel bad because they're not mm-hmm. doing it. You know, people on the court get more hate than people that are in the stands or people on the bench. Facts. That mirror is put up to them. Yeah. And so they don't – And I could be the, the difference between haters because I'm a coach, so I give people advice. And sometimes I have people who advise me and I have people who criticize me and stuff. The difference between a coach advice is they want you to win. The mm-hmm. guy that's a hater, he doesn't care if you when you're doing good, you never hear from him. He only has advice about to stop doing what you're doing. Yeah. But he whether you win, he doesn't care. He just wants to say, hey, I told you so. Because he didn't make those decisions. He didn't have the courage to get on the court yes. He wants to wait until circumstances are perfect, which will never be. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they turn into haters. Yep. Because they're rooting for against you. Mm-hmm. But they act like they're rooting for you. You know, a lot of the haters like, hey, I'm just going to advise you on this is what I think. And they're giving you these, all these opinions. It's like, since when did you even care this much? <laughs> you didn't even care this much. And now all of a sudden you care. So I have learned to, the, the more you're doing, you're going to get people hating on you. That's just part of the You territory. know,
0: bro, I, I can be 100% honest with you. I used to think that was BS, but that's because I wasn't achieving anything. But now that I'm on this trajectory, like I know exactly where I'm going, I know exactly my purpose, and things are falling in the line in a place that they never had before. Mostly because I said it and I determined it, and that's just what it's going to be. And life is moving out the way and making it's making it. What I may want to happen is happening. Um, and the, the hate is real; it's an actual thing. Like because I've always been the underdog, the runt. The loser, or lame, whatever you want to call those things, I don't put those labels on myself anymore. I've never had experienced jealousy this way. I've always been jealous of other people and envious. You know, I had to let those things go to grow. But um, for now, to be receiving it, it's a very odd feeling. Feeling and it's palatable. You know when it's coming your direction, and it's a lot of times it's from people very close to you. It's really weird. Because they're getting an upfront view of what that level of dedication looks like. And what you said is true. It bugs them. Because they know they could do it too. That was two-part. They know they could do it too if they set forth uh, and started. But then they start to realize that the reason that they are where they are is because they choose not to. And that's the only. It's not
2: their excuses. The excuse that they use, and you're not using it. It just basically says that excuses is BS. So yeah. now they want to make sure, like, hey, no, I actually have a legit excuse for not doing this. But then you overcame your excuse, so now they got to find reasons. Either you're cheating, or you're you're dishonest some kind of way. Yeah. Your character somehow. Oh well, he 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 abandoned what his responsibilities. He didn't. He's not doing. You know, they're going to try mm-hmm. to find. Something, yeah. You know. <laughs> To say that you're not doing the right thing, mm-hmm. so to justify their own lack of, you know, ability to overcome their own objections. Right. I mean, because that's that's really what it is. We get objections in life, and you have to overcome them. And some people don't know how to overcome their objections in their own head.
0: Yep, yeah, literally in their own head, because and that's where so many of the barriers lie. And it's I hate to use the word woke, but it it does feel like waking up. Um. It feels like waking up from a bad dream. And what I mean by that is feeling like, you know, before my dad passed away, he told me that one of his biggest regrets was that he didn't set a path for himself. And he did. He let life guide him um, wherever it was going to. And that's why I asked you how you started on the journey, because my dad started me on this journey. The first book he gave me was As a Man Thinker. And then Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And then he gave me uh, The Richest Man in Babylon. Then he gave me 48 Laws of Power. And at the time, I didn't get why he kept giving me these books. And I was an avid reader, so I read them, and I started reading a whole bunch of them. It wasn't until this year that I applied the things that I that I had read. And that's a big thing, the application of them. And once I started applying them and realizing that God's got my back, all I need to do is set my intentions decide what I'm going to do and start walking in that way I don't know why the hell I didn't try this before wow <laughs> but watching other people it's, it's hard to watch because when you talk to people and they start making those excuses you want to you, you empathize and sympathize with them because you remember what it feels like to feel that way but then you realize that there's really no advice that you can give them because mm. they have to wake up on their own. There's nothing that you can you can give them a million books, you can give them a, a million YouTube videos, and maybe one. And it, that this isn't in the defeatist way; it's more of a reality-based way because it took me a long time to wake up.
2: Yep, and you just got to lead by example, show hook. I, I can make it, and so. It's possible for you as well. Mm-hmm.
0: And it, the best it absolutely thing. is possible. Yep. So what's one of your favorite books to read that you've ever just really get down or yep. return to?
2: No, one book I'm actually not done yet. It was called University of Success. And it's mm-hmm. like each chapter is a bunch of um, different parts. And I, I'm getting so much out of it. Mm-hmm. But one of my favorite books that I've actually had the biggest impact on me, which is kind of, it's probably going to be a little bit off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a book called The Third Jesus. Hmm. And I was like, okay. So the the idea is that the first Jesus is this is the historical Jesus that we barely know nothing about. Mm -hmm. And in the second, I'm not a churchy person, by the way. (laughs) And the second Jesus is the one that we are the Bible that's, almost basically made up or just the stories. Mm-hmm. And the third one they're talking about is like have the spirit or the philosophy, the idea um, of the, and they break it down what his ideas was and basically it's like how we can be like him. So like savior is a title. It's not a name. It's mm-hmm. a, It's a title that like president is a title. So it's not like a name of a person. Multiple people can be president. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the word savior isn't one particular person. So mm-hmm. basically the idea was it broke it down to show us that we can be that way. And being that way is somebody that's powerful, miraculous, um, leadership. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many there's so much within the essence of the the message. And and it really made me see that the church has totally failed in Explain and really giving the message of Jesus. They focus on telling the story about Jesus, but not the message of Jesus, which is one that like, though, no, your power, you can do anything beyond your wildest imagination. You can walk on water, you can you can heal people, you can do all kinds of stuff, you can move mountains. And that book was really like made me like it, it got me to a place where I was like, holy crap. Like it just opened my eyes, like you can really do it. Just made life seem like Miraculous, like I could do
0: miracles. You can you know, you know, So I had this, I had this debate with my wife. Had you ever heard of an air? It's called an Aryan, not like the brother Aryan but like, and it's called an Aryan. Have you ever heard of it?
2: No, that's the name of the book.
0: No, no, it's a, it's a, a, a I guess a class of people, right? So there's Me? a class of people who claim that they live off air alone, right? You should mm. go, go YouTube it. So this one guy, he said he was fat, morbidly obese. He's an American that currently lives in Jamaica. And the first thing he did was cut out meat because somebody advised it to. And then he cut out like sugars and then he cut out fish and then he cut out vegetables, so on and so on and so forth. Until one day he was, um, he said he lives off air alone, right? We didn't so eat he, it all. He doesn't eat it. He claims he does not eat it all, right? And so I asked my wife, I said, do you think that could be true? And she said, no, you're crazy. You're in the medical field. Why would you even believe that? And my counter argument, and this is how powerful I believe the mind is, what if you only starve because you believe that you'll starve in your head? I'm not saying this is true, but what if that's the case? What if that's the only reason that you starve? And what if you actually are able to get nutrients um, from the air, but our minds won't allow us to do as such? Mm. It's possible. I mean, yeah, nobody can prove that's not true unless
2: they can see it happen. Right. I don't know anybody who starved without thinking that they're starving.
0: Yeah. I mean, you have to think because we're taught from an early age if you don't eat, you'll die or whatever. But, like, what if that simply <coughs> wasn't true? And it was just something that, because it was just, I mean, they have studies that show uh, positivity doesn't uh, affect outcomes when somebody's sick. <coughs> Like it's absolute. That's like a hundred percent true. You can be so worrisome that you can get yourself sick. The mind is insane. Like cancer patients have more better outcomes when they are positive. Uh, we've seen what videos of mothers gaining superhuman strength when their children are in danger. Um, you know, the mind is a, is the director. It does so much. Both neg- Like so, I alluded to brainwashing. So if you think about somebody getting brain washed, we think of them strapped to a little chair. Uh, they're playing music or whatever message over and over in this person's head. By the turn time, this person comes out, they're like, "All hell, Dan and Zinga! He is our leader." That's what we think mind um, mind control is, or yeah. my... but what if you t- so? What happens if you're feeding yourself negative self-talk all day, every single day?
2: Yeah, that's what you're gonna believe. And some I, I talked to people who are just so stuck in this negative loop idea. Like even from the from the door, they just like negative I was talking to this lady yesterday mm-hmm. and the first time and I showed her my uh, the project that we're doing. We're helping these women in the Dominican Republic. And her first reaction was and she saw the first of all, she didn't really believe she was like, Okay, whatever, she didn't really believe. And um I showed it to her, and her first reaction was, "Oh, you're getting a you're getting a profit out of that." And it's funny because I was actually because I we need somebody to check the homework, Because my Spanish isn't that good, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm getting somebody. I was basically hiring somebody, or looking into scenes if I can get help with somebody to check the work in Spanish, you know. And she already she was like, "Yeah, okay, fine, you know, over there it's not a lot. You got to pay me hundred dollars per." Per month or whatever, because it's not, you know, that difficult. So she like she was like, Okay, cool. She was she had no problem with the money or the amount of work. But when she saw what it was, she was like, Oh, you're making a profit out of this. And I'm like, No, everything that we come in, we go for the program. But I'm like, But you're here trying to get money like you would be making the profit. Like 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 her negative idea until she like doesn't have a job, needs the money, but declined it just because she didn't it was like negative, she already was negative about it. Like that didn't even make sense. Yeah, like she's already negative about it. like you're making a profit out of this. I'm like, okay, it's like, yeah, um, I'm like, no, this is how we do it. It's people that support that are taking the challenge in the States. They support and they give the money. He's like, Oh, okay. But I'm like, but you said it like a negative thing. Even if I was, because you are going to like <laughs> Yeah,
0: like so it's like own. so it's like do you want I can't even wrap my head around what that could possibly mean to her.
2: (laughs) It's just a negative thought in their head that they're stuck. It doesn't even make sense. But they just have a fear of maybe because in the past people came and started organizations or started stuff and then took half the money or whatever. I don't know what story it is. But there's some story there about charities that totally like scares her or bring it brought up some negative feeling or thing. So I don't know what it was. Um, and, and she never dealt with that until she deals with that. She's always going to have this negative connotation when it comes to, I don't know if it's charities or when it comes to women, I don't, I don't know what it is, but there was definitely something there that she needs to work on.
0: Well, you know, I have found now because like I said, I've been going up and up, but I have found the greatest defense for negative and petty people. Um, There's an old story, and you can stop me if you heard it, about the bear rabbit and the tar baby. Have you ever heard this? Mm -hmm. So, At at first, I was reluctant because I was like, tar baby, oh, it's going to be one of them kind of old school things, but it's not. So, the bear rabbit is walking by, and there's this little tar baby. The tar baby comes up to the bear rabbit and is like, you ugly. And so... There's a bunch of people around Tar Baby. I mean, uh, the Bear Rabbit gets upset, hits the Tar Baby, gets his finger stuck, gets his hand stuck. The Tar Baby keeps just riding this guy, just riding him. And the Bear Rabbit keeps responding, tries to kick him, he tries to punch him, he tries to wrestle with him. But the next thing he knows, he's completely covered in tar. And he can't get out. And he feels like a fool. And really what this story is about, when you run into negative just not good people you don't have to engage with them your better bet is to let them be who they're going to be because you can't change anybody except <coughs> who they are and leave them alone for some yeah. reason we get so focused on negative people like we don't we will miss all the love that's around us and just sit there <coughs> and hyper focus on the one person that doesn't like us or it's just negative in general or um,
2: they want to be coached. Do they want advice?
0: Mm-hmm. Do they
2: want to get out of their negativity? Mm-hmm. If they don't, then you're not going to stop them. <laughs> you know, because nope. evil is created in the mind. So yeah. you can always just create evil.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It doesn't, it's not a, it's not a physical thing. So anybody can just create it in their head and just have, it's, it's a story. Nobody mm-hmm. so is, is committed to that story. They're attached to that. You're not going to be able to change them.
0: Nope. Nope. And the thing about it is what you start to realize is in habit building, once you do a habit for so long, something magical happens. And that's even if it's a positive habit, you grow to gain comfort in that habit. Like if you start working out a lot. At first, it feels weird, but then all of a sudden you're like, man, you feel odd if there's a day that you don't get to work out. It becomes a comfort measure. That's your go to place. And you can determine that. Well, guess what happens with negative people? Negative people, that's their go to place. They're comfortable in that habit. That's who they are. They there's even some people, as strange as it sounds, relish in their negativity and they disguise it as being a realist or whatever they want to shape it and call it. But you can gauge a lot about a person by you don't remember everything that somebody says to you, but you do remember how they make you feel.
2: Yeah. One hundred
0: percent. And so, when I try to walk away from people now, I mean, for the most part, um, I always try to stay a pretty positive guy because I don't see failures like most people see them. Uh, Oh, Dan, Um, I don't feel. I don't feel see failures the same way as everybody else. Hold on because to me everything's just a learning just learning that's it I don't, I don't even see failure anymore it's like oh that didn't work well I'll just try something else and that's pretty
2: much yeah you know how I said earlier that the thing makes you you don't make it it makes you whatever your goal is well failure to me is like just that thing telling you mm-hmm. take another route I mean you don't know, you're not fair, you didn't fail as long as and you know and I one thing I teach and to teach that in core that there's actually only two ways to fail, <laughs> you know that there's two ways to fail. One, if you quit, yep, if you die. Yep, I you dead, You're still in the game, That's right. and you didn't quit. And once, even if you quit, you start back up again. Then your, your game is back on. Yeah. You know, it's like no matter what goal you have, I see it like a, a soccer game or a basketball game. Where you know, in basketball games, you go into overtime. A game technically can't end as long as it's still tied. It just keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. Mm-hmm. So imagine if you had an overtime card where you can pull that overtime card to put the game into overtime, no matter what the score was. Mm-hmm. So the team is you're losing about 20 points and the clock is running out. And the, as soon as the clock runs out, you pull out your, your um, overtime card. You show your overtime card to add five more minutes to the clock. You play again, play again. You will be still down by forty now. Forty into clock, and then you know you tie it up until you're winning, and then you're like ahead, and he's like, "Okay, now I'm good." You know, so the game is never over until you choose not to use an overtime card. No matter what goal you have, you can always extend the time you have Mm -hmm. and keep playing until you win. So there's no losing, right? Unless you quit, or if you die, I guess.
0: You know, I mean, yeah, I guess technically the game would be over then.
2: Yeah. Um, but so, so there is no failure based on something that happened in the game. No mm-hmm. so failure is of you not wanting to continue. That's it. Nice. You know, that's that's how I see it.
0: No, and that I mean, to me, after you get to a certain place, if you want success, that's the only way you can see it. Um, I remember Brett Favre, one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time, he said that the moment he throws a ball, he forgets about the pass and he just moves on to the next pass, whether good or bad. He just leaves it exactly where it is, and doesn't let him affect um, his next throw. And I've been carrying that around with me for a couple of years. But I mean, Dan, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this show up. Is there any? How can the people find you? How can they get on the challenge? Drop some information. I'll put it in the. Um, the well, let me just way. say
2: one last thing before yeah, I go about, um, about what you just said with the the pass, because that's so profound. And whoever's listening, I want them to get everything there is to be got on this call and this conversation is about being in the moment and not worrying about failure That's is a story. And I, you know, I use basketball um, examples all the time. I would, BJ Armstrong was giving an interview and he said, Michael Jordan never kept score of the games. And they had something with the rookies. It'd be like, Hey, what's the score? And this the answer was zero, zero. Mm-hmm. He always said it's zero, zero. So every single possession, for him, was 0-0, whether they're on defense or offense. So he didn't worry about what happened a play ago, two plays ago. He always played. And naturally, most players, if you're up by 20 points, you kind of chill out. Or if you're down by 20 points, you kind of like, eh, relax or whatever. It's not the same. But for him, every single play was the same. Every time they got the ball, it was the game had just started at 0-0. I'm not down, I'm not up. And that's how he kept his motivation going and being in that moment. And if we can live our lives that way, imagine every morning you wake up and the score is zero, zero. I mean, there's no failures. You're just starting fresh. You know, when you're like first day at the job, everyone's always excited. They always have that newness to it. So imagine you go into your job every day like it's the first day of work and you have that same energy, what you can do in 10 years, in five years. You know, you, that, like the first day you started your entrepreneurship journey, first started your company, the first day you started your company, you know, that excitement and just say, hey, zero, zero. Whatever happened yesterday is yesterday. Now it's zero, zero. Fact. I mean, that's, that's one thing when I remember it, it just excites me to say, I can live that way and I can help you other people. That
0: can, way. You choose that. But so give us your contact information, man. How can people find you, reach out to you?
2: So people can find me on uh, Facebook. Um, My name is Dan DreamWork. DreamWork is the name of of the company. Uh, We have a Facebook group that we like to add people in and talk about positive stuff. But every Sunday, Mm -hmm. I have an inspiration call. It's free. It's on Zoom. Uh, Maybe we can share it. And every Sunday we come, we inspire anybody who's interested in these six desires or six values that we have, which is achievement. Mm -hmm. The first one, fun, because we think you have to have fun in life, oh, right. <laughs> and making people happy. If you're achieving and people around you, your team, or other people are not being made happy based on your success, mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, Magic Johnson wins a championship. I'm not, I don't, I mean, I've never seen this guy in my life in real life, but he makes me happy. Right. So to win, to have fun, to make people happy is like the first three. Mm-hmm. And then people who believe in community because we believe you can do more with the community, with groups of people, community. And then being in your zone is what we teach, how to get in the zone, how to stay in the zone. And lastly, charity. These six things is what we inspire people to do and to experience, because we believe happiness is the most important thing. And if you have these six things, which is you know to achieve, to have fun, making people happy, community, being in your zone and participating in charity you will have an extraordinary life. That's that's what everybody wants, in my opinion. It's not one thing. I And so our whole community, we try to inspire based on that. So um, you can put the link, anybody's welcome, or if you go on the Facebook group, um, that whole community has also a WhatsApp chat that we, you know. So what's, the, also, name of
0: the, what's the name of the Facebook group?
2: It's called Inspiration, mm-hmm. Motivation, Support. Okay. Yeah, that's the name of the group, Inspiration. If you go on my thing and like what groups I'm in, like I'm mm-hmm. through my Facebook, mm-hmm. or I'll send it to you. I don't know if you yeah, can add it. Yeah,
0: send it to me. I'm gonna put it every before I post this episode. Which I'll probably put up sometime uh, next week. I'll put all that contact information in there so people can reach out to you, man, and hop on this challenge
2: yeah and then and then from there they once they got me from there and then you know we can go for someone wants to participate in a challenge themselves they definitely make a difference to keep you on track Mm -hmm. Um, or if they want to create their own challenges which is what a lot of people are doing they're creating their own challenges for their group you know like i would love to create a challenge for your audience what based
0: on what what do i what do i need to do to make that happen
2: well, well, you just have to say yes. It's like the universe. Once you say yes, yeah, it all happens.
0: Yes, yeah. absolutely, absolutely.
2: For your, for your listeners, there might be a challenge that you want. So basically, if you want somebody to get a habit mm-hmm. or learn something or have some kind of uh, some tools in their hands, yeah, uh, that's what it is. And, and, yeah. and, and then I do focus on those six things: achievement, fun, and you know, and so and I can create your own. You give me your content. And I just created Day challenge from that content. And that's the one that we're doing now, Noreen. Mm -hmm. The one that you're doing is she just gave me her content. I just created it
0: from that. I mean, we'll we'll talk about this more offline. This is exciting. I'm absolutely down for something like this. Um, And it's unexpected. I wasn't expecting this. So this will be really fun.
2: Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I am sharing in the group with you the – the Facebook group. I share the Facebook group and I will share the WhatsApp chat. Anybody can join. Um, again, it's very yeah. positive, inspirational and that's the purpose of it.
0: All right, man. Appreciate you so much for coming on. I really uh, I really do appreciate it and um, I'll talk to you soon, man.
2: Uh, thank you for having me. Anybody who's listening, thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate you guys and um, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir.
0: You have a good one. All right. Bye-bye so everybody that was Dan Dan and Zynga uh, this will be really interesting and fun when he makes this challenge I just posted up the group in there when he makes this challenge I'm eager to see um, let me post some more I'm eager to see where this goes you know I think it'll be I think it'll be really fun and um, I'm excited. If anybody wants to call in, you can call in. I'll hang on for a little bit longer before I get off. Um, This has been good. This has been a good episode. A lot of positive energy exchanged. And I think really that's all this thing is about, right? The mystery of life is that you need to do what you like to do as you need to do it. A new phrase that I have come to. I talked to talk about this. Um, if somebody asks me something like why I'm, why I'm doing whatever I'm doing, there was I had something say. It's not because I said so. Because I choose to. Everything that I do in my life at this point is because I choose to. Um, and that's no debate. There's nothing to debate about. If you don't like what I'm doing, that's okay. Your your participation is not required. I love all you guys. Thank you so much. Here, baby in the background. If there's no other callers, I'll holler at you boys later.